0: This week on the Push Legs podcast, we pick out what you can ignore about nutrition and training, just to be stronger, look better, and have a happy life. Also, dear God, Kai Green's trainer. Three, two, one. Just for some CBD, or in my uh, diet coke, mate. Good.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Push4Legs podcast with myself, dammy
0: And me, Tom Hall. That would have got a better laugh uh, on the first take. But it... Yeah, but you're, you're into it. <laughs> so, sure. Absolutely nuts. Um, I mean, I'm not being funny,
1: but CBD oil has got to be the most hyped up thing in the world. Like I saw, I follow some ex-professional footballer who I actually used to work with when I was at Reading, has just started his own company selling it and he was on the radio going, I wish this was around when I was playing, it would have prolonged my career. No, it wouldn't.
0: Uh, definitely so, wouldn't have made. Give, give me in two sentences what or does. Absolutely fuck all. All right, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the second one. Placebo mate. Placebo. Placebo. And uh, I just explained to Dan that we actually I had a coffee with it in in uh, Body Power, and I was like <laughs> telling the guys that I was like, it's a bit bit counterintuitive. Didn't have a clue. They just yes. just just lease the machines, didn't so, they all right. Yeah, All fine. right. Good. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool. Good. Yeah. Coffee's great, by the way. But I will tell you what. <laughs> Put the oil in. it, Don't do any favors. <laughs> Kai Green's train will be on it soon. so Don't he worry will about it. We'll be on it. We'll be on it. That's a little sneak peek. That's a. That's like a tease, mate. Industry yeah. tease. Um. Yeah. What's going on, mate? You had a hard week. You went to yeah. MNU. MNU conference. Is it a conference? Yeah, we are at it? the conference over the weekend. So I'm not um, cool enough to go to these. Um, yeah, you're not. Definitely not. Definitely, all not. all the cool um, kids were there. Amelia was there, I saw.
1: Yep, and there was loads. Dr. Mike, right, was, yeah. there. Dr. Mike um, was there. Tom
0: Blackman was there.
1: Um, I'm sad I didn't else? get my invite. I haven't really. I don't have think anyone else that we would know. It's all nutrition, mainly nutrition based. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so why I wasn't there. Yeah, well, exactly. There you go. It was. Um, it was. No, it was good event though. It was good to catch up with everyone. Obviously, I had a two day hangover. People would have seen on my Instagram, which was not. Did you good. drink?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, drink, t- I told somebody you know. about the story Where we went out for steaks And then Dan said he was hungover the day after And he'd, all he'd been drinking is Diet Coke And they wet themselves So yeah, they yeah. That was No, actually, I thought I hungover <laughs>
1: Standard you make me look bad um, yeah. yeah but I um, Yeah no I actually was hungover But the, we left the club And it was, day, it was light outside I was like fucking no, hell That's how you know oh, it's late wow. night Yeah it was not good Not good at all um, and I had to drive home two and a half hours the next day Feeling very rough So yeah, that was good That is, that is good <laughs> And then came back to a screaming three and a half year old Which is always good when you're <laughs> Always fun But, um, but yeah, we're going to have to keep screaming. this one short today, aren't we Tom? We're going to have to keep this one short, aren't we Tom? Because what? You're, you're tired, isn't it mate? You yeah, you're I'm, tired. Tired. I'm tired Send me a message today at midday Oh, I'm a bit tired Can you postpone the
0: podcast? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I buckled down And then, uh, yeah I don't know I haven't been sleeping very well um, A little bit yeah, light sleeping, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because it's getting a bit warmer. Not Tom's not good at sleeping in the warm. Um, I think just being a pussy mate. What <laughs> and then I then I was like, ah oh, man, oh, Jesus Christ! I just had a long day. Um, it was a bit. A it was long- bit of a, a long day, yes, Dan. Believe it or not, um, part of my job is to being annoying to some people and call them out. Oh, oh, I can yeah, believe yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe that. Don't you worry, mate. Uh, just internal squabbles, mate, we'll call it. Um, I had to call well, and you had two hours of you
1: realized life wasted as well. So Call somebody
0: out on something and they didn't take it very well. And then, uh, yeah, basically. End up having a little a little argument, mate. So it wasn't about the it really wasn't funny. about the burger topping choice, was it? It wasn't about burger topping choices. No, it was. It was we all know you'd be right about that. So it's fine. <laughs> no, it was uh, about leadership. But yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, not be, being a boss and a leader, different things innit? it. But I, I I, so. it's it's weird because obviously I have the responsibility of like I don't know helping people's careers, so it's quite I've looked at quite nicely. <laughs> and then obviously some people have to be bad guys. Um, she isn't me very often, but can be, can be, but really annoying. Bit of annoying day. It just it just got it just uh, got me feels, mate. There
1: see how much better you feel now that you're talking to me. Yeah, so, I mean
0: it's, it's all good, isn't it? Absolutely. All is well in the world now, mate. Because you've got
1: your CBD oil in your diet coke. You're yeah. all good. It's all good. Don't worry
0: about it. It's all good. Uh, just a little <laughs> bit tired. You're probably hearing my voice. A Bit slower than uh, normal. I'm going a million miles an hour when I get excited. Right, but really, the real news, um, which I did post, was this about Batman. Ridiculous! Absolutely, Absolutely ridiculous. crazy! Robert ridiculous. Pattinson is the new Batman. Ridiculous! Like one of the worst decisions. Fucking a vampire Batman. Ridiculous! What?
1: I'm not even a big follower. I'm not even that really big into it. I'm not hugely that bothered about it. But even I know that is dreadful. Main... That's dreadful casting, like just awful. Just...
0: Ben Affleck was terrible. He's just like some fat Batman. He was crap. Jason Statham mate, should have got it. Jason um, Statham should have got it. Would have been better than Robin Fucking Patterson. But... Well, who who else was going for it? The About a Boy boy. Um, the About a Boy boy. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. that. He's a, he is still a boy, boy looks like, isn't <laughs> Yeah, he does look like a boy. That was the thing. Uh, who was who was it last time? Oh, I it was can't Ben remember. Affleck. But um, yeah just bad just mm. awful anyway um, <laughs> totally devastated mate That's <laughs> us bring it up Robert F- I've never watched any of the Twilights so turn them off if it comes on Um it's his face yeah I know it's, it's just trying. like ugh. he was in Harry Potter as well that was awful Um yeah. well I love Harry Potter but one of the worst characters got Harry in trouble basically Absolutely oh my crazy. god Oh my no. god oh, He did that <laughs> Absolutely what? crazy Yeah to go save him He died as well Which was good But Like Yeah His character died He didn't die His, his character, character died He didn't die Because he's got a play Batman 33 <laughs> Crazy um, Yeah mean, So we've got a few things So Dan went a bit ranty Um, We'll do that at the end because sound like me Yeah That doesn't sound like me Because have uh, We've got we've, we're short of time. We're not short of time. We could go on forever, but um, I realise people have got lives to lead apart from listen to us. Um, so I thought it was an interesting question, um, based off what Dan. I, don't, I he came on ranting basically um, <laughs> before That's our uh, podcast started about uh, certain. Well, I guess training po- training theories. They're training theories, um, uh, theories. religiously <laughs> religiously followed by some people. Um, So I kind of just said, basically, a topic can be uh, what can you ignore in the fitness industry if you just want to get stronger, look better, and lead a decently happy life, Um, which is probably, I'd say, if anybody calls out this, I was like, that's probably our niche, isn't it, then? Like
1: all those I things. would say 100%, mate. People that want to do the bare minimum but get the best results. From it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's
0: exactly correct. Um, yeah. yeah, and I am not ashamed of it either. 100. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like, um, but Tom, yeah, you're not getting the I'm, sorry, I'm casting my net to 90 percent of the people, so yeah. you, and I can relate to them 100. So we're all good there. Yeah, we're absolutely fine. So. It's very strange, um, but yeah. What what was the thing that kind of sparked you off that we decided? So number one, um, and this is, we'll split them into training and nutrition. We'll go training, nutrition, training, nutrition. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got it, I've it, got it, three. It. Okay, so this I is suppose training. the
1: whole the whole thing with the training one was just around like how, and it, and it's fine. It's different niches, and it's one hundred percent. I get it, but it's um, it's the whole thing around bodybuilders and like understanding their volume and how perfect their volume i think they call volume landmarks need to be and it's stuff that um like mike israel talks about a lot we're at the seminar the other the other week with with him as well and it's this sort of stuff and it's starting to like i feel that like normal people and that sounds a bit bad to say that but normal people like the people we would work with get caught up in it and it's like no it's just for bodybuilders like you don't need to, to worry about it like bodybuilders will get the data for everything they will keep everything log booked they will understand everything they'll track their sleep they'll do everything possible to get 0.1 percent gains but it seems to have filtered down into that everyday general public where they're like really going to town on their volume landmarks of like, like what volume they can get away with and get results what volume they can maximally recover from and and it's like these people that are actually getting the results with this sort of thing and these sort of protocols track every yeah. single variable possible in the whole entire fucking world and have done for years and therefore they can change these things. Yeah. If, if you've just started out, you will not ever know your max recoverable volume or your minimum or whatever. I don't even know. So,
0: so I'll, I'll briefly explain what, what Dan means. So you might have, in, within the fitness industry, I'm, I'm sure some people like half are, Listeners don't don't even probably haven't even heard of it, um, but there's something. So you got MEV, which is minimal effective volume, which that's is my a, kind of volume. That's, that's exactly what me and Dan do. Um, that's exactly, that get is. that you're fine. <laughs> which is the minimal dosage of volume or lifting that yeah. you can do, and but to expect results, um, which is great. But like, why why go further, basically? Um, and then there's MRV, um, which is maximal recoverable volume, um, which is the most volume you can do, but still recover efficiently. Um, And then you've got maximum adaptive volume, which is MAV, um, which is slap bang in the middle of that, basically. So it's kind of the nice point between not killing yourself and kind of half-arsing it. Yeah. Really. Um, But I've just managed to flick up a sheet. Um, I put MRV, MEV training into Google. Shock. And then uh, I clicked on something called the hypertrophy guide. Which is very interesting, so <laughs> you're gonna love this. Then. Um, so we've got back chest, biceps, triceps, rear delts, side delts, front delts, traps, oh, traps twice, um, <laughs> abs, glutes, quads, hamstrings, calves, all divided up into every single one of these. Uh, this is a general guide hypertrophy, um, mm. telling you exactly how much maintenance volume sets you have to do with them. So, so chest only eight, eight, that's your maintenance, nope, nothing else. All right, um, minimal 10. Okay, so to get minimum effective dosage of volume is ten yeah. re- ten sets of doesn't say reps yeah um <laughs> and we got twelve to twenty for MAV twenty two uh, for maximum recovery volume of sets on chest. Um, you can do two to three sessions a week on chest, and it has to be oh yeah it has to be five to ten reps pressing and ten to twenty reps isolation exercises. Mm. Otherwise you you won't nothing like, nothing will happen mate so yeah it's, it's one of those where like this so imagine that um, for every single muscle yeah. just named. so like this isn't in no way
1: like i like steve hall's work i absolutely love it i love steve hall great guy <laughs> met him loads of times um michael again knows all this sort of stuff and this is not i please do no one take this as like us having a go at what they've developed and how they do it what we're having a go at is people who see that and take it on board without understanding all the variables that are required to understand and to appreciate those sorts of numbers and understand it like if you work with bodybuilders who you've worked with for two or three years you can work all that out and you can have their own individual numbers and all that sort of stuff and it will be it will work like a dream you don't have to look at steve horse to see in the last year he's fucking exploded as a natural he's got so big so quick it's incredible so it clearly works this is not this is not us slacking off the protocols and all that sort of stuff Not absolutely not what this is, is an issue with people who have just, in my opinion, got no understanding of all the variables that contribute to recovery, to training, to understanding whether a warm-up set counts. As, like The questions, sort of questions I get, for example, from my clients would be, does a warm-up set count as one of those sets? I'm like, yeah, yeah, depends on yeah, yeah. what, what load <laughs> you're left in. Well, it's a warm-up set. Well, what does that even mean? Because you can warm up with 8%, 90%, like is it a feeler set? Is it a working set? Like all these things are questions that I get all the time from people and it's like, okay, well let's break it down. So where does that where does that fit in? So this is what I'm talking about. And I see it is the incorrect implementation of a protocol. That does work. That is a theory that has been shown anecdotally over time and time again that it works and these people get amazing results. I'm going to have to keep reiterating that because I'm sure someone's going, oh, Steve, you need to watch this. (laughs) I'll tell him myself. My point is that people see that and they don't see the amount of work and effort and data that goes into understanding those numbers and think that they can implement it. And I get plans through from people like, I've had it before. Brand new clients started. Oh, yeah, I do 14 sets on my back. I do 16 sets on my chest. I do this on this because that hits this, that hits that. And I'm like, mate, you're drinking five coffees a day and going to bed at midnight and waking up at 6 a.m. in the morning. Don't talk to me about all this recoverable volume shit because you haven't eaten a vegetable in four days and you haven't slept that much. So let's like let's nail the fundamentals maybe. Like let's get things focused and like That's you what
0: said. I I haven't yeah, slept well. You, so it was you. It was you, mate. <laughs> it was
1: you. Yeah, I'm not eating a vegetable, just eating burgers all the time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the point is, like, it's for us and our clients, we would work at that minimum effective volume pretty much consistently. It's like, right, what can my clients do? So like with that example, for example, on the chest, right? to maintain your volume on your chest, to maintain your chest development, eight, eight sets, right? To get a minimum effective dose, 12 sets, right? And then the maximum volume is up to 20 sets. Well, I kind of want my clients to probably be within 12 and 20, somewhere around there. It, again, depending on their, on their, on their how advanced they are in their training, be around that sort of number. Maybe I will just go, do you know what I'd probably do, Tom? Probably go about 16, might be all right. Do you know, Like you kind of like, it's probably going to be okay. If you had a shit night's sleep, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. You might just go a little bit, you might overreach slightly. But, the the thing that I always I always have to tell people a lot of the time is is that number eight that eight sets number is quite important. You know, when people think like, oh my god, I missed a session. Oh my god, I lose losing my games I'm Like, no, 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 you just missed one session, which means you might have missed three sets on chest that week. Yep. You can still maintain. Like, it's fine. You're nothing's good, Nothing, bad's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna go lagging. Like, my fine. my a lot of my work seems to revolve around that aspect of thing <laughs> people to understand that they don't have to do twenty two sets a week, because they see that as max recoverable volume they think to themselves i'll go to the target there. yeah yeah That's great <laughs> I'll go do you know what i might push it i might go 24 like why not why not why not try it and again like the whole thing about understanding the reps and stuff it's like it's great but for a lot of our clients they're not going to be worrying a huge amount about that because most of mine train in the lower rep range anyway get a bit stronger focus more on me- mechanical tension rather than like me- uh, they call it you know metabolic work metabolite work whatever they call it like I wouldn't go through phases with my clients where they do more of that work because they're not bodybuilders, majority of them.
0: It's so weird. It's, it's just like, Dan, you, you have to walk up a hill to get to uh, your house, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So We should, we should do Everest next, basically. You should yeah, just, basically. You exactly. go, go oh. say, yeah. You train for it, so. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Just, oh, no. just do it. And it's just that whole <laughs> thing. Of, and like a lot of people do it with
1: their nutrition as well. They do it with all sorts of stuff like they try and hit their, you know, their muscle protein synthesis every four hours, bang on exactly. And I'm like, mate, you're not even hitting your number of calories you need to grow. Like, let's just, you're not even drinking any water during the day. It's all just, t- you know, coffee and diet drinks. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Why, why do you keep was, using me? That was me. Yeah. That oh, was you? Alright, okay, okay, <laughs> cool. yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, I just think it's interesting, like just the incorrect use of protocols, and we see it all the time, right? The amount of times we, we see it is, is ridiculous with nutrition, training, and stuff. It's like. It's like people who train first thing in the morning. I want to try intermittent fasting. Pointless. Ridiculous. You train first thing in the morning. Everyone want to try it. Don't train first thing in the morning. It's the only time I can train. Don't do math intermittent fasting then. <laughs> no. like, you see it all the time. And that's just, that's another example. Like there's nothing wrong with intermittent fasting. Just like there's nothing wrong with that training protocol. It's about understanding what goes into it and understanding if it's right for you. Um, so yeah, it just like, I, I just find it quite funny that some people can't see but I think it's almost a bit insulting as well to think that you can just jump in there and do that and, and yeah, understand. considering
0: and like, like these guys have <laughs> been doing it for a while and they've come up with this theory and it's like, oh, this is work, this is work, This is, because they've been training for so long. And, and also then, they work with their
1: clients for so long. They work with these yeah. guys for two three years, they take them to stage, they they go through off-seasons with them, they go through dieting phases and it's like our clients come in and go, um, yeah, I want to just lose a bit of fat and I feel better in my genes and I'm like, okay, cool, we can do that, no problem. Yeah. It's like we don't have to worry about that with you like it's not you know it's not about eking out every single little thing and it's just um i just find it interesting and if it gets um, to that
0: stage then 100 percent we can take you there but it's 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 probably not our bag we'd probably be like all right well you could probably go to another coach now because yeah yeah that's that's not really what i do we could but then it's probably not time efficient for you so yeah very strange um <laughs> was that one of your nutri- nutrition ones as well protein synthesis No, not not particularly. No, no. (laughs) You know, I think. But you know, in terms of what people worry
1: about again with their nutrition is, what can you ignore um,
0: with your nutrition?
1: You can like, well, you could ignore your like carbon fat ratio. Like people say, oh, do I need to hit this fat? That's one I wrote down, mate. Yeah, we
0: go. I was
1: like, no, you just hit your protein, hit your calories. You you just don't need to know about it. Like you just don't need to worry about it. Bodybuilders and stuff do potentially to a degree. You don't need to worry about it. Go go on preference. If you like high-fat foods, eat high-fat foods. If you like high car foods, eat high car foods. Like, there's no real preference. There's something that
0: One that's fallen into our, our lapse over the last, like, I don't know, month or so is how concerned are you on particularly types of carbohydrates as well? Uh, it's one of those where, like, I think with
1: with sugar and shit like that, obviously, people talk about it a lot. But, like, and this thing has kind of got brought up at the MNU conference, I suppose, a little bit, is oh, that... Exactly. Really? Um, don't leave sugar lying around the house because you're going to want to eat it. It's pretty simple. Like, and and I think whereas flexible, we know flexible dieting works. We don't understand how all that sort of stuff is is useful. But for me, it's more about I, I would keep that sort of stuff for social events, and I would keep the majority of the carbohydrates you, you consume on a daily basis, single ingredient as as best you can. Um, you know, I th- there's another thing as well from that seminar that we got, which was probably talked about already, is like trying to get in a variety of thirty different vegetables fruits and vegetables and carbohydrate sources effectively um to maintain healthy gut so i think from that point of view it's it's pretty useful to to consider some veg and some fruit and things like that in terms of carb sources because it's easy with flexible diet now to just be like oh i can eat pizza and it's get away with it it's like yeah you're probably not going to feel that great doing it um so try and you know maintain those those healthy habits at home but um, one thing that I've noticed a lot is is not stressing about carbon fat ratios and just eating what you want when you want allows that degree of diet flexibility without constantly eating shit food all the time.
0: Yep. I concur, mate. Um, yeah, one more training one from me. There's, I don't know if we can put these into two because they're gonna, they're gonna have the same caveat at the end of what I'm gonna say about them. Um, one is uh, fascial sling training. Um, if anybody doesn't know what that is, is you have fascial lines and fascial slings all over your body, right? And it help, helps kind of pattern your left and your your left shoulder to your right hip and vice versa, and how they move, how we move, like as human beings. Um, and then another one is excessive mobility work, which seems to have crept into uh, I don't know. I guess it all started with, like, supple leopard and CrossFit and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's kind of taken... It's not me getting ranty about FRC, but I do like the FRC protocols. Absolutely fine. It's just PNF stretching gone, like, on steroids. Um, and then it's, it's it's the excessive amount of it that seems to be taking mm-hmm. over uh, yep. certain things. Um, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it does. We, we got asked about it at the um, at the workshop. Me and Mike did. I got asked about the mobility stuff, and they were like, "Oh, you know, how do you incorporate that into warm ups and all this sort of stuff?" And yeah. I was like, "Well, mobility work does not have to be done. In fact, probably shouldn't be done just before just before you train or right after you train. Like, why why put yourself through it? You can do it, it anywhere. It you don't need done. a gym. Like, do it at home. Do it as a completely separate session. And all of a sudden, the look on their face was like." I know I can do this in front of the TV and I'm like yeah yeah. yeah. Of course I, you can. I think like.
0: that's the I think like static stretching is still a thing guys. Like absolutely fine. And if yeah. you if you have a floor in front of your television, sit there and just hold something for like 3 minutes. The thing is that people think that static stretching doesn't work and it doesn't stick. Yeah, there, there's um, some premise to it. But also, when was the last time that you held it for like 3 to 4 minutes and just yeah. held it there? Just like yep. rocked into a pending pose and stayed there. And You'd be like but you feel pretty loose straight afterwards. Yeah, but it, it might not stick top. Okay, cool, but it probably wasn't going to stick when you were doing it like for two seconds anyway before you work out. So it doesn't really matter, does it? And if we got that changeable effect when we are doing it then, then who knows, you might walk around after that and it might stick vaguely. Mm. Um, and then the fascial line training is, uh, I mean, both of them are just like, all right, have we ever, have we ever gone into like, are we just going to lift some heavy fucking shit? for a certain amount of time at end ranges and see what fucking happens. Let's just see Um. what happens. It's like, I'm not saying that me and you are excessively strong, Dan, but I think one thing that we both have is mobility. um, And it's never kind of gone away. So we can both, weirdly, we can probably both hit an overhead squat. Mm. Weirdly without doing excessive amount of mobility work. We can both do it's, a... It's all, the fascial, it's all the fascial sling work. All the fascial doing. sling work we did previously. <laughs> um, but shockingly, that a lot of these guys who just lift heavy, go to end range, <laughs> work their whole kind of spectrum, just just maintain that all the time. Um and just do it for a while. Don't expect like, oh, I've done it for six weeks, so it doesn't work. I'm talking like, let's do it for six months to a year and see what sticks and what stays. Because those stretch well, I don't know, cycles and all of that stuff that you're going to be, is going to go into the muscle. And it's going to stay there because you've been to work in an end range. You've strengthened the muscle at that range. It's going to stay. Um, so it's just, I think it was just, It's. I don't know if it's, it's not a waste of time, but it's, uh, I don't know. A waste of breath, maybe, but work work it in into in into your heavy stuff. Just I think apart from powerlifters, you're like, oh, we don't need to lift heavy. I was like, yeah, but you can still do like a single arm row heavy, like absolutely fine. Mm. I don't I don't think it that, like that's one thing I I do do with my clients quite a lot. Oh, you went and laughed at a do do joke, Jesus! I wasn't going to do it again. Listen, <laughs> you're ready. I'm not going to do it again. Um, is like dead-stop rows or really heavy-ass uh, single-arm rows with dumbbells. So we're, I'm talking like four to six repetitions, like probably fours um, with a dumbbell row. It's still going to be clean. It's still going to be nice. But I'm going to guarantee that probably people listening, I'm going to say maybe two, three percent might program that kind of stuff. But that's in mm. a uh, end-range mobility is going to be class. Um, help you deadlift as well. It's magic. Uh, But it's it's strange that some of these exercises don't get done too heavily. Maybe that's Uh because of, I don't know, the amount of muscle mass being used or obviously prioritizing squats, deadlifts, stuff like that. But have we ever, it's interesting, have we ever flipped that round and gone, all right, I'm going to use some of these slightly smaller ones, hit them like hell heavy, and then do some higher rep stuff on the squats and deadlifts. Be interesting. Mm. Do it, Dan, do it. I'll do, do it. it, yeah, cheers mate, thanks, I'll, <laughs> I'll
1: do the high reps, squats and debits, shall I, yeah, yeah, cheers. yeah, yeah, I don't want to do um, that bit, so, <laughs> yeah, obviously I ranted last, I think I talked last week about how your training plan shouldn't look perfect, didn't I, didn't I go over that last week, about how you shouldn't fill it in and it shouldn't look the same, so that's one thing we kind of covered last week, so I'm not going to go over it again, uh, um, God, God
0: forbid we repeat ourselves,
1: <laughs> yeah, God forbid that, yeah, um, but I, one thing there is that you have to fucking squat to, like, get good glutes or something, that fucking winds me up, like, oh, I've got to have squats in my program, no, you don't. Ridiculous! You just don't have to have back squats in there, or front squats, or any other squat. You don't have to have squats in there. Um, like, and it's that whole thing around that there's exercise you have to do. It's like no, there's oh, not. Yeah, that's, like, that's... No, 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 no. You don't have to do any exercise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> that's one that comes from. Uh, we were talking. Uh, two of the guys on our education team are uh, heavily rehab based, and uh, one of them made a really good point. And then he was uh, he was he got wound up about. Um, Talking with physios um, and how you know, how you go to a physiotherapist and they will they will prescribe an exercise and then uh, he was just like all right okay and he's like yeah I've I've like my soleus is tight so I've got to do this exercise and then he was like all right. So that's that's the special Soleus untightening exercise. That one. Um, that, that's that, that's the one that does it. All right. Yeah. Just smash them out then. They're uh, great. That's definitely the one that's gonna do it. It's like none none of the other shit's gonna help, but definitely that that's the that's the magic exercise. That's the Soleus guy. You're like no that that's, it's, it's the whole stuff. Everything is working. Yeah. Go lift heavy. It's gonna loosen up at some point. It's like there's no magic exercise that's gonna do that. It's very, <laughs> but that's there's some physios that are slightly lazy and not not. Probably in tune with training, um, realizing mm-hmm. everything fucking moves together. Um, <laughs> it was quite, it was quite ratifying getting that from a, an osteo that was just being like, "What the fuck do you what? Just move, like move better, um, yeah. move more frequently, and move with heavy shit on your back. Um, you'd probably be okay." Very strange, but the magic soleus. Mm. Yeah, that's that's one of my ranty ones on there. It's just bugging me, and also weird ass gym equipment. We'll yeah really
1: yeah yeah i'm not fussed about that really
0: i only see, <laughs> really see it as much as i don't that. see it as much too so yeah. like, we look at certain well there's certain stuff that gets uh, shoved in our faces and i will be like yeah let's look at this all right buy this please I'm like no mm-hmm. I'm, not too, I'm not buying that <laughs> why do i need that one of the things
1: mm-hmm. i hate about nutrition as well is thinking that you have to be on the same number of calories every single day wise me the fuck up you know, you, you see people and they're like, I'm on 800 calories today. Why not 1,700? Why not 1,900? Why Why is it? Why 1,800? Like, Obviously, if your coach gives you a certain amount, that's fine. But like my point is people stress about being dead on it. And I'm like, no, you can go 200 calories under it. The next day, you can go 200 calories over it. As long as over the weeks or even week, two weeks, three weeks, over a month, whatever you want to look at it, however you want to look at it, it as long as you're on point and you're consistent, you're going to be okay. And I think people will seriously, like, panic about um, – about hitting their calories, like, bang on. And it, I see it all the time from people. And I'm like, even people that I've got doing photo shoot prep for, not not this weekend, coming the weekend after, like, the amount that you see people stressing, it, it, it really is, and obviously it's because they've got an event coming up, and I get that, but yeah. but most normal people you see it as well. And I'm, I'm the one that has to go, no, calm down, have some flexibility, like, enjoy a few extra food. Like, I just don't, it, you know, it's, it's sometimes a bit baffling. Like, again, you're not going after... You're not going on a bodybuilder stage, like you're not trying to do all that sort of shit, and it just like, oh, I don't know, it just winds me up. Um, because I'm a bit more flexible, and I guess it's a bit more a case of like, I've clients tell to me, oh, I did 1700 there and 1900 there and then 2000 there, and then I was, I was down to you know 1500 there, and I was like, I was like, yeah, and that's all good. Why, why are you worried about? Absolutely it? fine. Why, why do you think that's a bad thing? You know,
0: it's cool and it's flexible like, dieting, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Crazy, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Um, let's let's let you rant. I think uh, Dan's going off on one about Kai Green's trainer. Oh, fuck! And this moron. Talk, talking about is it uh, Max protein intake?
1: See, so, yeah, he basically he's just I don't know how it came up on my explore page on Instagram. Um, and I also saw Martin McDonald post about it as well. But basically, this yeah. guy called George Farrar. He's got 180 odd thousand followers on Instagram. Brill. Um,
0: You're you so want. jealous.
1: I am extremely jealous. It's it's more a case that this information is going out to those sorts of people. Um, But he's Kai Green's trainer. And in case you didn't know, he told you in every single video, apparently. But he basically said, um, he's like, oh, too much protein is toxic. Too much protein. You can't absorb more than 30 grams of protein. Um, So if you're having 60 grams, it turns toxic. And what happens is the protein, your body can't handle it. It turns into carbs. It turns into excess fat, which makes you fat.
2: Mm,
1: not really though not really though because your body can absorb more than 30 grams it can use it more than 30 grams it doesn't always turn into carbs um so that was one thing and then uh, but, but again using his appeal to authority of oh, i'm kai green's trainer like i took kai green to there. i did that i did that and then he then he went on he talked about um, glutamine oh glutamine you know all these people telling me it doesn't work they tell me the studies show this the studies show this. i don't care about the studies i know it works i know it works Brilliant, All right? You know better than scientists who've studied it, brilliant. um And then then later on in the video, he goes, Oh, you know, but there's studies that show that, you know, glutamine post workout boosts uh, growth hormone 400%. So, you know, I'm like, So you don't believe in the studies when it doesn't suit you, but when it does, that you're happy to use them. And basically, the guy is just an absolute moron, preaching about protein, saying how it's toxic, saying how it's bad for you if you have too much of it. And it's just absolutely frightening because people will go, Oh, he's a trainer, he must know what he's talking about. So you know, it's like I just don't. I just don't understand it. Like it, it just, it's just so annoying. That um, it's out there. I'm trying to try what else he said. I put it on my Instagram story. Let me just um, let me just get up now and play it because that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> you'll be able to hear it if I hold up the microphone close enough. You'll be able to hear exactly what I said and what he said because it's quite funny. Um, there you go. If your
2: body only can absorb. 30 grams of protein that's seeding every two and a half to three hours, and you took 50 or 60 gram the other 20, 30 grams of protein is going to turn automatically into a carb. So now, too much carb, well, what would happen? It'll get stored, is, and as a result, it become fat. See what I'm saying? So, too much carb, you're not burning it. It's going to be an extra calorie, so you're going to gain weight instead of losing weight.
1: Brilliant then next brilliant so, as so we
2: all know if you have too much protein become toxic and it makes you hold water and if you hold water now your body's fighting and your kidney trying to get rid of it and if you don't drink enough water now become even more toxic so brilliant so right, Water is toxic more, as well
1: there's more, <laughs> there's more so then so that's what he said so basically the water retention is bad for you and all this sort of stuff kidneys and liver work really really hard
2: whatever all this sort of shit absolute crap so this is the so bit are about what mean that's on. why
0: you go to the toilet
1: yeah, well, it's ridiculous. Then this is a bit about glutamine. <laughs>
2: let's see. Like, a lot of people tell me, you know, oh, glutamine doesn't do anything, glutamine doesn't do anything, go study so and so. Dude, listen to me. I don't care what study said or what this said. I use glutamine, and I know that glutamine works, you know? Like I said, many people, they want to argue that it doesn't work. Okay, dude, if it doesn't work, we take guys to the Olympia. Let's see how many
1: guys you have. Glutamine works yeah. If you... He basically goes, "All right, mate. If you don't think glutamine works, you take your guys to Olympia stage. It doesn't work like that, mate. That's not that's not proof. <laughs> that's not, what that's what not was proof, saying. mate. That, they're definitely, they're definitely taking trend and everything else. <laughs> right. This is the last clip. Last clip, right?
2: The glutamine is the most, you know, like used or or basically the most uh, uh, amino acid that's gone while working out while your strenuous workout. So you deplete it the most. So it's good to replenish it." What happened? You know, a lot of uh, just like a lot of people say. There are studies say it's not 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 good. Well, there's a lot of studies says that it takes your GH level and bring it up by four hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? To
0: ridiculous, just ridiculous. Like, just you know what brings your GH level up four hundred percent? Injection GH. Inject GH, mate. (laughs) Yeah, that'll
1: that'll do it, mate. (laughs) Honestly, like, I just don't understand.
0: Oh. That's bonkers. Yeah. 30 grams of protein. Doesn't fucking matter. Jesus. You can definitely eat more than that. I will. I don't well, think I it will. Uh, uh, so I yeah. Her, yeah, so. yeah. But, but I didn't, I didn't realize that the body was magic. And then it just changes proteins into fats, then into carbs. Um, just does what it kind of does what it wants. does not it? Mm. Just, just weird. Here's that oh. limit. Then done.
1: Yeah, and it's it's just painful, you know, because he, he says it in such a way that it's just, like I said, that appeal to authority, and he says it in such a confident way, and you're just like, guys, the clu- guy's clu- clueless, God, like, absolutely, absolutely clueless. clueless. Yeah, and it's like, look, at some point, it's having too much protein, not ideal, because you could probably have other foods that are gonna help you better, and like in terms of calories, they're gonna be better for your body, yeah, probably. Like, there's no need to go above three grams per kilo body weight of protein a day. No need, no. Probably, probably not really any need. But to say that you can't absorb it, is just so so stupid. It's like we have evolved, right? Do you reckon that if, years ago, right? Obviously, a long, long time ago. Do you reckon? <laughs> years. A, years. I reckon, yeah, I mean, I mean, two, I reckon it's years. Two, I mean, yeah, two, yeah, three, three years. Two, three years. You know, see <laughs> a bit of road, years. you know, that see that roadkill on the side of the road, <laughs> and you just want to eat it. No, but like, does he really think that as as a as a species we survived to come across a, a dead animal or to kill an animal and just leave? most of it because we're going oh we can only absorb 30 grams of that oh uh, no, yeah that's true, it's true. God, God.
0: God. no <laughs> you would
1: eat the whole fucking thing in one go like ridiculous concept like but then you get fat mate so yeah they were fat weren't they yeah real fat yeah <laughs>
0: really, really <fucking laughs> well,
1: lean Neanderthals yeah, yeah I hate doing that whole thing of like oh back when back
0: you know when we were cavemen yeah. shit. I hate, hate people say that you love like, that because the, all the which, uh, <laughs> you're like alright what's, what's the uh, the caveman diet thing What's the caveman? Paleo, paleo fit. Yeah, oh. yeah, paleo. yeah the, these paleo cookies. All right, yeah, brilliant. Okay. Exactly, exactly. <laughs>
2: it's
0: these like, cookies this, that the the caveman's had. All right, okay. Yeah,
1: but does he not, does he not think that like, everyone sat around there going, oh, "I can't eat more than that, Jimmy, Jimmy, mate, come on, you can't absorb that. It's going to go toxic. You're going to hold water. It's not oh, a good look. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. Like
0: Jimmy's always going toxic. Such yeah. A brand.
1: Oh, Jesus. Jimmy, you've eaten too much steak again. Yeah, yeah. I can tell oh. you, they're watery, son. Come on. <laughs>
0: just like, goes like, stay puff, man. It's just, Jesus Christ. Hey, yeah,
1: yeah, you're not going to
0: place first. You're not going to place first.
1: <laughs> like, and, and again, it's one of those where I like, understand, like, you know, top level bodybuilder, you know, you might want to control a few things, but the reality is the amount of drugs they're injecting they haven't got to worry about whether they absorb 30 grams of protein <laughs> like it's just not an issue for them um and it just scares everyday people to thinking that they can't eat more protein or whatever and it's like no we're we're very well capable to have three portions of protein through the day that's that more than 30 grams like we're more than capable um it, it's frightening it's yeah. frightening the shit people say but he's just an idiot doesn't know
0: anything he doesn't know oh, some it's, shit. It's, it's madness isn't it mate? um it's crazy Right, let's let's end on a nice note because I've just sent you three pictures. You have me uh, and I'm quite I'm salivating actually thinking. I know, I know. So, I have a I have a buddy that um seems to have a hobby of <laughs> Thanks Chloe, sending me uh, just pictures of cereal and then helpfully circling the ones that she likes. Um why would she and, do
1: that? This is like torture. I know, right? It's like, it's awful. Oh, this is, this uh, is, it's
0: look just, what you can't have in your country. No, no, no. It has a folder of like stuff like cereal pictures, send it to Tom. Like brilliant, okay, wonderful. Oh. Um <laughs> just like oh, yeah, I like that. I like cereal, brilliant. Alright. So I thought I thought it'd be interesting because this is in the States, right? So um who she was over in Indy. And so she circled honeycomb. Alright, fine. Looks alright. Pop tart one. Pop tart one I wanna try. That looks cool
1: yeah I also Pop, want top. to try the one she's not, she's not circled it but she's not. I'll give a great for Sorry, chocolate frosted flakes I mean I used chocolate to remember frosted. them you used to have them That's over cool. here because they were so sweet I was like yeah. fucking brilliant but also someone sent me a message the other day I can't remember if they listened to the podcast or not but they, they got Lucky Charms frosted flakes in B&M
0: stores in England well I'm assuming that could she gave me the frosted flakes Lucky Charms yeah and you can I chowed them, them down it was great B&M, um, B&M sell them apparently Decent. I don't know why she circled Cookie Crisp. Boring. Um, mm, awesome. Oreos. Those s'mores to... are good. I've had them before. S'mores are good, yeah. So that'd be quite.
1: Um, so I'm all over the apple cinnamon cheeries. Like, I'm really annoyed if we don't have the apple cinnamon flavor over here
0: of anything. Apple cinnamon, that'd be fun.
1: We, like the apple we
0: have like peanut butter crunch. Is that Captain Crunch? Yeah, it's Captain Crunch peanut butter. Mm-hmm. That'd be decent. Um, we have the Reese's Puffs over here, don't we? yeah um, Yeah. chocolate frosted flakes like they're actually the frosties aren't they they're actually frosties but chocolate yeah that's incredible
1: exactly that's what they're like, well, yeah. in the UK but then they stopped them because they? they were sugaring them yeah
0: they were very very good absolutely bonkers but on yeah like I think out of all of them like they I think I want the I want to try yeah the pop tarts like you know, the yeah chocolate frosted flakes they look incredible but yeah salivating annoyed <coughs> Thanks for the yeah. pictures. Um, <laughs> keep doing well, it, one hundred percent. I'll keep doing it, but because um, you'll probably listen and be like, "What the fuck?" Top brilliant. Um, yeah, interesting, mate. Any other news? Any other business? No other business from moi. Um, so when's, other than, when's our guest on? We're going another guest. You tell me, mate. You are the one that's organising. Ne- it's not next week, but the week after. Um, but I guess we'll we'll shout out, we'll ask for questions, etc. Um, I don't know next My week. Um, Michael Golden, is that Michael Golden, um, Gold. the educator, and I don't know who's the founder, but he's certainly a bloody smart guy um, of Integra Performance, Integra Education, um, all the resistance stuff, body. If you are a bodybuilder and you want to get bigger, then listen to this show. Um, a lot of stuff that Luke and Callum do from the Muscle Mentors. Basically, yeah. he he is their god, I believe. Um, yeah, Luke goes to see him every week. I think for a session. Pretty sure. Every, every other thing, week. Kringly like, through that. I didn't hear a word.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I think Luke goes to see him like every week or every other week for a session with him.
0: Yeah, I think they're, yeah. Are they like, is he mentoring them?
2: Mentoring? Maybe. Ish, potentially
0: maybe. Something
1: like
0: that. Who knows? Something like that. Anyway, really, really nice guy. Um He was on stage with me at, Body power. um, And then, but it's going to be, I think it's just interesting because we come from two different ends of the spectrum of biomechanics. Um, Mm. I'm just going to mediate the fight, basically. (laughs) <laughs> it's definitely not going to be a fight it's going to be like both me and Dan were like uh, so we're going to sit down and take notes Michael um, if you that's alright you just talk we're just going to take notes just talk and we will take notes we'll um, <laughs> be absolutely fine so yeah we'll, we'll get some questions for him um, and we'll show him what he does because he doesn't he doesn't seem to shout about what he does that much but and we definitely will uh, shout about him
2: cool. cool we
1: can do that all right, mate. speaking of speaking of shouting about what, what you do mate is uh, if anyone wants online coaching don't forget just hit me up because I can, I can completely transform your physique, and I realise I really don't shout about it that much on the podcast. So I know I give so much information regularly for well, how long has it been now? Nearly three years? Ridiculous, man. And I just don't really tell people that, look. Nearly three oh, years? Yeah. You want my help? That, mate. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three and a half, four years? Something ridiculous.
2: Ridiculous, and isn't and it? That's half, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. That is ridiculous. And I just realise that I really don't talk about what i do enough on here
0: so if anyone wants my help send me a message <laughs> Thank you. that's all i wanted to say brilliant all right uh thanks if you ever like i don't know Well, we ask for any um ratings all that kind of stuff do that that stuff really as well to. that yeah. stuff as well we don't do anything
1: yeah. <laughs> See, this is what i mean is like someone said to me the other day they were like oh so you know with marketing and stuff what do you do I like, don't really know what do i do with it yeah. you know when you like you realize you're just like you're really bad at like doing this sort of stuff i was reading a reading a book basically and it was basically saying how like your listeners or your people who follow your work are like your biggest fans they're the ones that are gonna you know should be shouting about you and i was like no i don't shout about us i was like probably because i don't do enough work um and probably don't enjoy it enough and i was like no actually he said sometimes you have to ask them to do it
0: there you go it's always interesting we we got we got a fair few ratings 120 odd um oh, 20 man, that's odd not apple how? that's not that's um, not that everybody... We've obviously pissed some people off, though, because we've got some one stars. <laughs> Which is oh, great. I who um, that could have been. Uh, <laughs> <that could've>
1: been. <laughs> I wonder who that could have been. I don't know,
0: know, to be honest. Probably pissed off a lot of people. Um but interesting. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, quite funny. All right, mate. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye.